Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. And there is no better way to do that than by sharing a lively, information-packed, and fun-filled graphic novel with your grandchildren. So today's show is going to be both fun and informative. Our guest, Mark Schulman, is the author of over 150 children's books, and his Show Me History graphic novel series is beloved by kids of all ages. In other words, readers 8 to 12 and their grandparents. Believe me on that one. Mark has just come out with two new books to add to the series, Walt Disney, The Magical Innovator, and Susan B. Anthony, Champion for Voting Rights. Boy, if you appreciate history, especially when it's told through fascinating and sometimes little-known facts, along with a big dose of humor, you're going to want to hear what Mark has to say, and I know I do. So welcome, Mark. Thank you so much, Emily. Well, first off, I have to say, I was just delighted by these two books I got. I'm talking about myself for a little bit. I was a history major in college, changed majors because it was so boring. Had I had had you written my textbooks, I would have gone for a PhD. These are wonderful. Congratulations on the series. Thank you very much. They're so much fun to put together. Thank you. Well, I really have to say, what I, I mean, how innovative, and like I say, you know, a lot of people, oh, history's boring, but, you know, and if it's all dates and stupid, these are really, really fun. How did you come up with the idea to put historical figures in the context of a graphic novel? Well, it's not original, but it is something that I could put my own spin on. I've been writing for kids for a long time, and before that, uh, a lot of time in the world of advertising. So I know a little bit about making people feel, um, um, you know, connected to what they're, what they're reading. And I've got kids. I'm a dad now. My kids are, are older. But when uh, they were little, I, had, I was lucky to be able to spend the mornings with them. I'm a writer. So I spent, uh, I was, it was, they would call it Papa school. And I would sit there with the newspaper and go through stuff. They invented a word, kidify. Can you kidify this for me, please? And it would be a fairly (laughs) complex idea. And, And I knew that I was sharing something that was available to anybody if the teacher were willing to connect at the level of the, of the listener, the participant. So it was a natural thing for me to, to make a way into children's books and, how did I get into graphic novels? I've done a little of everything. I've done picture books and I've written novels and I've written a lot of nonfiction and encyclopedic stuff like time for kids, big book of why. And I've written national geographics, colorful nonfiction. And this is a sort of a blend of all of that. But the fun thing about this is really being able to find stuff that means something to me. And once I like what I'm reading, once I see something, I go, that's kind of fun and cool. I'm going to make that into a story. Well, and the two, these two latest ones, I have to say, mean something to me. It's just that, I mean, if you are a boomer out there, especially a female boomer, of course, Walt Disney was such a gift to all of us. And I want to talk about some of the lesser known facts about Disneyland, etc. But also Susan B. Anthony, the women's movement and all these kinds of things. I actually confess, I cried at the end of both of them. And it was because the book was oh. over. It wasn't because the character oh, died. I mean, I really, my... I said, oh, I wanted more. So let's start out with Walt Disney. Everything, I turned the page. I remember. 
remember that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. How did you research and find out all these fascinating facts? Well, you know, you have to start light. So I just got the basic timeline of his life, so I knew what the um, framework looked like. But then I had to see which things in those seemed like they were building to the Walt Disney we know. A lot of things won't matter, but it does help to know that he was a, wanted to be an illustrator, and he wasn't very good at it. So he ended up um, working for um, making animated, uh, basically commercials, the first commercials for um, movie theaters. And what he did learn was that he could do a, um, a work a movie camera. Once he, that happened and he worked, figured out the notion, he wanted to start telling stories. He also did innovative things I didn't know about. He was the first person to put a live human into an animated story. He essentially shot two different things and drew on the, uh, the film that of, the, of the little girl and put a cartoon elephant under her, and suddenly she's riding an elephant down the street. That was high tech, 1921, serious high tech. And then yeah. uh, he wanted and, – and, and he got Mickey Mouse because – the distributor stole the idea from him. He had me, he had a previous uh, animal, Oswald the rabbit. And guess what? The guy who was distributing the films, not only had snuck in the contract that he owned Oswald, but he took all of Walt's animators. Walt had nothing again. He went bankrupt for the third time and, and, and took everything he had and put it down on a train ride home, Mickey Mouse. He's, in the book, I've got him sitting there illustrating he's in Picky Pig, no, Shicky Shark, no, right. Mickey Moose, no, you know, crossing them out. Like, i, I got to get this. I'm not going to get this. And the, uh, the, the narrator hands him a drink, which is in a round glass with two orange slices on either side. And he goes, aha. <laughs> well, and he was sitting on a train when it happened, right? Exactly. He, he has a big love for trains. I I think, yes, and then, too, what I thought was so fascinating is, of course, Disneyland and the first day was disastrous. I didn't know any of that, but also that Main Street was kind of fashioned after a town he lived in when he was a little boy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He grew up in Missouri, and uh, uh, when he was uh, building Disneyland, that's what he wanted. He wanted to bring back the feeling he had as a kid of being in this small town. Uh, and, um, yeah, Disneyland, the first day, uh, the Mark Twain, the, the, the paddle boat sunk, the toilets, <laughs> they, the plumber gave him a choice, toilets or water fountains, you can't have both. <laughs> and so I was like, well, I, I think we'll better get the toilets working. And, um, it was just, it was hysterical. Um, you know, Bob uh, Crenshaw from love that Bob, he was one of the, um, uh, hosts and, um, he was uh, caught kissing one of the uh, uh, helper ladies on, on TV, live TV. That didn't work. Art Linkletter was introducing something and lost his microphone in the bushes. I was laughing so hard reading this stuff. I had to put it all in. Well, and see, it's and, such a delight. I mean, I, I, I could go on and on. Obviously, we have a time limit, so I want to get to Susan B. Anthony. But equally, okay. as so much fun and fascinating facts. And just, I want to say, bloomers, bloomers. This book Mark, is did I from scare you with that one? She's, uh, Susan B. Anthony truly is somebody who um, was so far ahead of her time that people thought she was nuts. I mean, and she and you had to it's hard from our perspective to understand how much uh, opposition she faced. 
you know, and yeah. it was from, from, and all she did, she seemed to thrive on it. This wasn't her first uh, go, at the, go at it with women's voting. She was a hardcore abolitionist for a long time. And before that, temperance. She was the one beating the drum and, you know, saying, get on the wagon because don't fall off it. And they had, um, that's all she did. She didn't have a house for 50 years. She didn't live anywhere. She had a steamer trunk. So I have her dragging it behind her all the time. Thump, 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 this giant trunk, yes. which is still in her house in Rochester. Um, because it's like it just showed that she never, ever stopped moving. Well, and the bloomers saying it again. I, I'm talking really fast because I want to get all this in. But and I'm sorry, I forgot the the lady's first name. But she, there was a woman named Bloomer, and who wore bloomers, and oh, she Amelia Bloomer. A, yes. Yes. Her underwear. She was a she was one of the uh, suffragettes, but she, she was well known for wanting to wear pants. No pants, but puffy sort of leggings were okay. And. She got people wearing those. And, uh, you know, Susan never wore hers. She used to say, Susan, we're, we're, you're not wearing them. Well, yes, I, they, they make me chafe. So, uh. <laughs> well, Mark, both these books, and I'm sure the rest of them, are just filled with wonderful stories and these amazing facts that really appeal to, like I say, readers of all ages. Before we have to run, you have a fabulous website where you also present a lot of information on the books and all that, but also your personal um, work history. So you are a mower of lawns and maker of gross pizzas, among other things. Where can our listeners go to find out more about you, your, your past work history, and get these wonderful books mark well the um books are all represented at, uh, for the, this series at showmehistory.com and from there you can get uh, a lot more information about the biographies we're doing we're up to almost 20 of them right now uh 10 are currently available and um, my books are at markshulman.info and you can if you can't remember my name you'll find me through the showmehistory.com website and find me through there. But these have been terrific books to put together. And the publisher, Portable Press, has been nothing but supportive. The books are beautiful. They're well-printed. They're sturdy. And, um, and honestly, it's been a really good experience to work with them. Well, talk about a good experience. I have loved interviewing you, Mark, and I have loved your books. Congratulations. And they are wonderfully creative, <laughs> I have to say. Thank, Thank you, Mark. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Take care. Bye. Well, you too. And I urge all of you listeners, especially you grannies, uh, especially you boomer grannies, please check out Mark's website and his Show Me History graphic novels, especially these two latest, Walt Disney, The Magical Innovator, and Susan B. Anthony, Champion for Voting Rights. Your grandchildren are going to love you for it, but you're going to love these books just as much. So until next time, this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio saying I'll catch you later. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.